There they go. Chaos theory. What a great lead in. These guys get it fired up and ready to go. I am your boy, Harbaugh Harsh. Thank you for joining me today on Hanging with Harsh. As you heard just a little while ago, I have the one and only legendary lifetime Longhorn, Greg Swindell, joining me at 1130. It is going to be a fun, fun time talking about what do you think? Baseball and his time on the 40 acres, but most importantly, his time talking about the Diamondbacks because he did win a World Series with the Diamondbacks. We also will break down the Houston Astros. Houston Astros being able to win yesterday and taking care of business against the Minnesota Twins. Why do the Atlanta Braves decide to poke the bear? I don't know, but they woke up the uh, Philadelphia Phillies. And I told you guys, leading into this series, leading into this series, I kept telling you, those Phillies are tough to play with, play against. And when you're in Philadelphia, they bring the noise and they were fired up. We'll get into that. We'll talk uh, NFL football. And of course, we'll talk some Big 12 football. But once again, thank you for tuning in to Hanging With Hard right here on the T, uh, Texas Sports Unfiltered Network. Go to all our social medias at TS Unfiltered on Twitter and at Texas Sports Unfiltered on Instagram. You can follow me on both of those platforms at Harbaugh Harge. And of course, we love it when you like and subscribe and you tell five friends to tell five friends to tell five more friends to uh, make sure that they check us out because we are growing, we are moving, and we are making things happen right here on this platform. Also, we love it when you're a part of the show. Hit us up on the CODA text line, 512-222-9328. That's 512-222-9328. Well, let's get right into it. The Houston Astros come out and were able to play a marvelous baseball game yesterday behind some great pitching and, of course, some timely hitting. As usual, the, the usual suspects for the Texas, I mean, excuse me, the Houston Astros just happen to come through in big time, in a big time way. They take care of business three to two behind a solo home run by Uncle Mike Bradley. That's right. A professional hitter, folks. That guy has once you found out that he was going to be back in the lineup, things felt a little bit better because that dude just all he does is rake. Mike Brantley comes up, hit a solo home run, and Jose Abreu hit a two-run home run. He's, he's had, hit three home runs in the last two days. And I know a lot of people were pissed off at him, and I brought this up yesterday talking about Yuri, uh, Guriel. People were like, man, we should have kept him. Abreu's been terrible. He only hit eight home runs. I think he hit like 236 during the regular season, but he's showing up in the postseason, and that's exactly what you paid him for. You wanted him to be at the party. He's at the party, and now he's showing his worth. And, of course, Jordan Alvarez continues to put up ridiculous numbers and being clutch when he needs to. You also look at what happened at, on the mound. Jose Uquiti, we were trying to figure out what exactly he was going to do, what was going to be his role. But the one thing that I've always talked about, and especially in these types of situations, is you put yourself you put yourself back to when you had success. You, you create an opportunity for yourself by going back and watching film. And I can't say this enough. The Justin Verlander acquisition at the trade deadline was big, not only for the Houston Astros bringing back, bringing back somebody that has had success with them, that's won championships with them, but it helps the morale in the locker room. It helps the pitching staff get back to work. And ever since he's been there, yeah, there's been some ups and downs, but you've seen growth from all of these pitchers. The only one that I'm really worried about in these situations is Framer Valdez. Framer's the one that I'm, I'm a little bit more worried at this point. But with that being said, having him in the, in the spot at this time makes it really interesting, makes it more of that time where things can be a little bit different. So with him being there, it is kind of refreshing for him to be the one that is going to lead this team. I know they got a pitching coach. I know that they have all this other stuff that is going on. But right now, I'm looking at this a little bit different. So when you start looking at this Astros team, the bullpen seems to be getting better. Yaquiti only giving up a solo shot to Royce, uh, 
Lewis, who, by the way, he's been crushing the baseball. He's had the most home runs in the postseason with four, uh, the most since Kirby Puckett. Think about that, Kirby Puckett. That's how long ago it's been for them to have that kind of success. And then he gave up a one in the six to Julian to left field. So, But the bullpen has held it together. Hector Neres, Brian Abreu, and Ryan Presley combined with Uquiti to strike out 14 and only walking two. If you're only walking a couple people in the game, it's giving your team a better opportunity. They're leaving, they're not leaving that many guys on base because they couldn't because you were dealing, and it makes everything uh, better for the pitching staff, a lot less stressful inning, and, of course, the defense has been stellar. i got to tell you, uh, 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 Pena has been looking so good at shortstop, folks. I know he struggled a little bit this year, and I kept thinking, well, he was he was living off the glow of being the MVP in both the ALCS and the World Series. So he was living high off the hog for a while, probably didn't take his training as serious as he did when he was a rookie, when he knew he was going to have to fill some big shoes with Carlos Correa. And shout out to Carlos Correa. I know it was uh, tough for him to lose, but you know how he feels about H-Town. And if he was going to lose to a team, lose to H-Town so you'll get your opportunity to play. Uh, but, yeah, when you start looking at this matchup, and we'll get into it as the week go on, and um, me, BK, and Kevin Dunn are probably going to do a show for you guys to preview this series, which I'm excited about myself. But we're at the Texas two-step. It starts on Sunday. We don't know what time it is, but – it's bragging rights, World Series on the line, and they don't like each other. As I've been comparing it, it's Oklahoma, Texas, Texas, Oklahoma, however you want to dial it up. It's the North versus the South. It's Scarface and the Ghetto Boys versus Yellow Beezy up there. Kelly Clarkson in that area. This is going to be a battle. They do not like each other. And it's so funny because when you go back and you look at the series from this year, you knew you know as well as I did. There was a fight. There was going to be a couple tough moments between these two teams. They didn't feel the same about each other. If you remember correctly, uh, Marcus Simeon and Maldonado were trying, they were about to fight each other earlier in the year, especially after some home runs and talking trash. This is what it's made up to be. It's exciting time. So for the series, for the season this year, the Silver Boot Series, as they like to call it, the Texas Rangers only won four of the 13 games. The, the Astros hit 282, 30 home runs, and their starting pitching ERA was 4.78. For the Rangers, four wins, 268, 21 homers, and the starting pitching was giving it up. So this is a battle. You can put all those records out the way. As I've said all week, you can put all that stuff out the way. This is a representation to go to the World Series and possibly bring a championship to the state of Texas again. And I know Wags brought it up a little while ago. Rodney don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this. But this is what it's all about. This is why the Rangers went out and spent all that money. This is why Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon were big uh, pieces to the success from last year. Yeah, they played like crap. They lost a bunch of games, but it was a building block. And they were dealing with injuries. Same thing with the Houston Astros. They were going through things. I just brought up the fact that Michael uh, Brantley has been injured the entire time. So for me, this is the most exciting time that we will probably see in baseball in a very long time. You know, one thing that everybody always talks about is, man, baseball is so long. Baseball, has they play so many games. I went to a place the other day to tell them, to ask them to turn the game on, and the lady was like, man, there's so many games. What? I was like, this is a playoffs. You need to be paying attention to this. This is the playoffs. Now, every Bar owner in Houston, every bar owner in Dallas, every bar owner in Austin, every bar owner and restaurateur in this city. I'm going to use Austin as the example. They are so excited because 
this is both sides of the aisle right now. I saw somebody, my man Joe Cook, tweeted out, uh, there will be some family members that we will lose over this week. There will be some friends that don't want to talk to you this week. And that is what this is all about. As somebody that has played professional baseball, and I played a long time, and I got a chance to play with some great players and play against some even better players. This, these moments where you get to play in your home state, you never have to leave your time zone. And all you have to do is take a short flight here and there. This is what it's all about. As we talked about, it's bragging rights for a year. It is bragging rights for the year. Whoever gets to go to the World Series. So all my Astro fans, I'll check you out. What up, CB? What up, Ike? What up, Rodney? What up, King? This is what it's all about. I, I am salivating for this, man. This is what this is what excites me at this time of the year, as we talked about. It's that time of the year. And if you don't have enough TVs to get it figured out, you know what to do. Hit my man up, Tom McKay at Audiovisual Consultations. It's the best time of the year for sports. Hockey is starting. He's a big hockey guy. Hockey is starting. You got MLB still going on, NFL, college football. You got all kinds of basketball is about to start. You don't have enough TVs? Don't worry about it. Tom will come with his crew and get you set up. Whether you want an 85-inch where you can put multiple TVs inside that 85-inch, or do you want to get the 40 inches and start moving them around to make sure you have all of it, don't worry about it. Tom and his crew will get you taken care of. Do yourself a favor and call them at 512-255-8678 or visit them online at avconsultations.com. If it's not the TVs that you're looking for and you want a sound system, he's got you. If you need surveillance cameras, he's got you. If you need special lighting, he's got you. And if you don't understand that, he's got you. All you got to do is give him a call, 512-255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Look, I talked about it. We know we're going to continue to break this down, but there were some other games that are being played yesterday. The Dodgers and the Arizona Diamondbacks in Arizona. The Diamondbacks are one of the hottest teams in baseball, and they continue to make big-time plays at big times in these series. And the Dodgers, another 100-win team, bites the dust. First it was Wags Orioles, and now it's Craig Way's Dodgers. I don't understand what has happened with the Dodgers. Well, actually, I do know what happened with the Dodgers. Mookie Betts had one hit. I mean, excuse me, didn't have a hit. You know who else had a hit? Freddie Freeman. How many hits did Freddie Freeman have? He had one hit. So between those two MVP candidates, they came up with nothing. They They weren't clutch. They didn't have that opportunities. They came up with a few opportunities to drive in runs, didn't get it done. And it's disappointing, especially if you're a Dodgers fan. And my biggest question is, is this the time that we start looking at um, my guy, Dave Roberts. Is it time for people to look at Dave Roberts and say, I don't know if he's the right guy in this situation. I know it's harsh. I know it's one of those deals where you're sitting there and you're like, man, he went straight to that. Yeah, I went straight to that. Simply because of the fact that there's been moments that he hasn't performed. And I, I know a lot of that has to do with the players. I know a lot of it has to do with uh, the concepts of what you're trying to get done. But as of right now, that's not very good. And Dodger fans and Dodger faithfuls, I know that they are frustrated with the performance that they continue to put out on that field. Now, you know I'm a big Mookie Betts fan. I'm also a huge Freddie Freeman fan. And I do like some of the pieces that the Dodgers have. But it seems to me when you got Clayton Kershaw, who's your ace, go out, can't get, can't get through a game. I know it creates problems. 
can't get out of the first inning. I know it creates problems. But for me, you have to find a way, the ingredients, to make the perfect dish. And right now, they haven't been able to do so when it comes to the postseason. And I like, I like Dave Roberts. I was with a, a, a guy, my boy Devo, this past weekend, who's friends with Dave Roberts. They went to UCLA together. And he's he's questioning it. So to me, I don't know what the right recipe is for the Houston, I mean, the uh, L.A. Dodgers. But they've got to figure it out, and they've got to figure it out quickly. So we shall see what happens. Uh, as I said, we're going to have uh, Greg Swindell come on in a little bit. We'll talk more about this Dodger series against the Diamondbacks and how exciting that they are, uh, how exciting that 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 series was. But the Dodgers have a lot of questions that need to be answered. They gave up four solo home runs in the first inning that pretty much wrapped up the game. And that is where we are. But when you look at this team, they have big pieces. They got a lot of money tied up into these players. So it'll be something to pay attention to. As I said, to open up the show, there is a lot to get into with this baseball. And I want to continue it right now. In the National League, you look at what another 100-win team, the Braves, they're on life support right now against the Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies have put them in a chokehold and by, with a 10-2 win with six homers yesterday, two by Castellanos, two by Bryce Harper, and I'll get into that in a second, one by Trey Turner, and another one by Brandon Marsh. Aaron Nola was nasty on the mound, throwing breaking balls, throwing breaking balls, and getting that fastball to tail. He was doing well, five and two-thirds and in nine Ks. And that's been the problem for the for the um Braves. They haven't been able to hit the Philadelphia Phillies pitching. On those home runs, though, shout out to the lifetime Longhorn, Bryce Elder. He was the recipient of one of the farthest balls I've seen hit by Bryce Harper. And he's hit a lot of prodigious home runs. But that ball that he hit, and he stood at home play after being poked by the Braves uh, shortstop, Arias, talking trash after they doubled him up off of first base uh, to end the game, you don't want to do that to Bryce Harper. He already runs hot. You know how in your car, it's got that red line, the RPMs, and then it just starts shaking because you're pushing it a little bit too far? That's how Bryce Harper is every day. He's cocky, he's brash, and I know a lot of people hate him. The one thing that I do believe he needs to chill out on is the throat slash when he comes across home plate. I'm sure somebody's talking to him about it. But you don't ever want to poke a guy with that much talent and try to get him to uh, wake up. If he's struggling, let him struggle. Get out of town before you start poking with him because he is a guy that can ignite that crowd and he, he, he lives off of adrenaline. I think that dude is caffeinated all day. Probably don't get no sleep because he's wired up. But the Braves' high-powered offense has been held in check by that great pitching of the Phillies, and their bullpen has been great too. The series can come to a close tonight, or they can head back to Atlanta uh, in, in a winner-take-all matchup, but I don't know if it's going to be possible. Spencer Strider is their ace. But if you saw the game last night, you saw fans was like, Spencer, get a lot of sleep because we're going to even be louder, which will be today. But they said tomorrow, which will be today. And as I look at this team and the energy in which they play, that is something that I was afraid of from the very beginning. When I saw that the Phillies were going to end up playing the Braves, all bets were off for me just because I know. They know each other so well. They play against each other. They're in the same division. And they have a bunch of guys that don't give a damn about the Atlanta Braves. Think about this. Yesterday, two guys that hit two home runs, Castellanos and Harper. They walked into the stadium 
wearing Deion Sanders shirts, Colorado Buffalo shirts. One had the hoodie. Bryce Harper came in with the shirt, and they said they made it personal. And that's what the shortstop did for the Atlanta Braves. He made it personal. And you pissed off Bryce Harper, and you pissed off his teammates because, in all accounts, he's a great teammate. So people want to be around him. But he's a jerk on the field. But that's okay. Sometimes you need those jerks. And that is why you don't poke the bear. And you're right. It's the problem effect. Everybody's taking things personal. They're finding a way to get themselves motivated. And that is what's been happening. So to me, the Braves are not ready for this. You, When Ronald Acuna Jr. is not having a great week, Olsen hadn't really done any damage. Riley, besides the walk-off, but you look around, that team hadn't really, they hadn't shown up in the postseason, so it's going to be really, really tough. First pitch tonight, 7.07 on TBS. I know it's going, some people are going to be watching football. There's a lot of football to get into, a lot of baseball to get into, but man, oh man, postseason baseball doesn't get anything like it. You know what else is nothing like it? Covert BK. That's right, folks. It's nestled on 42 acres in the Texas Hill Country. Covert BKs has three state-of-the-art dealerships carrying seven brands. Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. In addition to those seven brands, if you want to take the drive out to Hutto and check out a Ford, or you can go to Austin and get the Ford Lincoln dealership. Nobody beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. Covert BKs has something for everyone. Covert BK services all makes and models. I've just ran them down for you. With 86 service phase, you won't have to stay in there that long. Please visit covertbk.com for the latest specials and inventory, or just stop by and see them. No one beats a Covert deal, not now, not ever. Make sure you go by Covert BK and ask for Marcus Washington, Marcus Washington Jr., and of course, Kim Folk, Ira Clark. They represent the 254, and they will represent for you. All right. We got NFL football tonight, and I want to get into this real quick before we get Greg Swindell on. Um, NFL tonight, this is uh, a one in four Denver Broncos team that will travel to Arrowhead and take on a four and one Kansas City Swifties. I mean, excuse me, the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey is questionable, but Taylor Swift is supposed to be in the house. That's right, folks. I want to get it out the way early. If you want to watch Taylor Swift, because she's got a new movie coming out. That's probably why she's making all these appearances. She's promoting something, and it ain't just Travis Kelsey. But I digress. The Chiefs are a 10.5-point favorite. The Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs since uh, week two of 2015. Quarterback was Peyton Manning, Super Bowl champion, by the way, and Super Bowl champion head coach Gary Kubiak. Oh, Ken Russell Wilson, who is a former Super Bowl champion, and Sean Payton, who is a former Super Bowl winning coach, change that narrative and go into Arrowhead. The way they've been playing, that's a strong no for me. Sorry, son. Sorry, Big, uh, Big Daddy Ken. I know y'all are huge Broncos fans, but I just haven't been seeing it. But strange things happen on Thursday night football, as we all know. Don't forget Detroit Lions, who we are, we're starting to see that they're a pretty damn good football team beat Kansas City on that opening night on Thursday night football. And with Travis Kelsey's injury and the fact that the Kansas City's receivers uh, don't seem to have the best hands, you never know what can happen on a Thursday night. I do like Noah Gray, just in case Kelsey's, you know, as Kelsey's replacement, he's number 83 for them. You can watch him. And I do love the fact of how hard um, Isaiah Pacheco runs the football for the Kansas City Chiefs. So if those – Wide receivers aren't catching the ball at a high clip, then they can get the ball to some other players as well. And, of course, if Travis Kelsey uh, isn't healthy. And as you know, the Chiefs are just like the Houston Astros. They run the West. So we we shall see if Patrick Mahomes can play tonight, plays well tonight, and if the Broncos lose and go 1-5, do, does all hell break loose in Bronco country? My biggest question for you, who would be the blame, though? Who would be the blame in that situation? God, it's too easy to blame Russell. It's really too easy to blame Russell. 
But but Sean Payton was supposed to be the savior. Let's not forget about that either. Sean Payton was the guy that they had moved into that was saying, oh, yeah, this is how this is supposed to be. So what happens in Broncos country? You know, let's rock. Uh, kickoff will be at 7.15 on Amazon Plus, but there is a chance that this game might be delayed because there's a, supposed to be a well uh, a bad weather storm coming through, strong winds. They said it's supposed to get up to 40 to 60 miles an hour. There's going to be uh, possible hail in the, in the area. So we pay close attention to that, by the way. But the, like I said, the Chiefs are a 10-and-a-half-point favorite. Also tonight in college football, I'm excited about this one, to be quite honest with you. I'm going to get a chance to check out the um, U of H football team as they take on West Virginia. They're hosting West Virginia tonight. I'm looking forward to it. This is basically the Dana Holgerson Bowl. You know, Dana used to be there at West Virginia. He left to go to U of H. It hadn't gone the way everybody thought it was. Texas plays. Texas fans need to be watching this game anyway to check out the Cougs because that's who they play next next week, uh, the defense, and check out how they move the ball. The Cougs' offense averages 414 yards per game. The passing game, led by Donovan Smith, who used to be a Texas Tech quarterback, yeah, um, ranks nas- 26 nationally at 281.2 yards per game. As for Neil Brown and the West Virginia Mountaineers, who are 4-1, and one, who I thought for sure, to be quite honest with you, I thought for sure Neil Brown was going to be fired by now. I was not expecting Neil Brown to still be there. Even though he told us at Big 12 Media Days, I don't know who picked us last. We will not finish last in our conference. I know he was pissed off at that. They got to, but if I'm if I'm a Texas fan, I want you to check out their quarterback Garrett Green for West Virginia. He's tough. He's athletic. He's got moxie. He's going to go out there and play hard for him as well. Their defense is fundamentally sound, and they play well against teams like U of H. They played well against Texas Tech earlier this year, and they they know what it looks like. So this should be a fun game to watch. And I know a lot of fans are sitting there going, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We're not watching them. Uh, you need to watch them if you're going to learn anything about this game. I want to I take a quick break before I bring on my guest and tell you a little something about the great folks over at Four Roofs. That's right, the number four, roofstx.com. Go there for all your roofing needs. Whether it's residential or commercial, they will take care of you. Texas has some crazy weather. I was driving around a little bit earlier today. I don't know if we're going to get a big storm, a drizzle, as Bucky likes to say. Uh, I heard him talking about for drizzle. He was not for snoop, so I don't know what he was doing. But if you need to get your roof checked before you got all these storms coming through, do yourself a favor and go to the number 4roofstx.com. It's a locally owned company that understands the needs of this Texas weather. Over 15 years of experience with affordable pricing and a quick response time. They are thorough and very trustworthy. I use them, my neighbors use them, and I think you should as well. They provide an on-site project manager for every job to make sure that everything goes smooth. Reach out today at 512-520-5884. That's 512-520-5884. Or go to the number 4, RuthTX.com. And joining me right now is the legendary Lifetime Longhorn, his number 21 is retired on the wall at Dishfall. He won the National Player of the Year in 1985. He played 17 major league seasons. He was a first-round pick in 1986 of the Cleveland Indians. He played with the Reds, the Astros, the Twins. Man, it sounds like all the teams that all know about winning. The Red Sox, and he won the World Series in 2001 with one of the best teams in baseball, one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. The Arizona Diamondbacks, the one, the only, Greg Zeke Swindell. Zeke, what up, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. And I forgot to tell everybody they can always check you out on LHN, too, because you and Keith Moreland. I know y'all are probably ribbing each other right now since he was a Philly for such a long time. Yeah, we had, we had a good one a, a few years ago when the Phillies and Astros went out. Or actually, the Cubs and the Indians were going after it. So we've we've had some bets, and unfortunately, I've been on the, the wrong end of those bets the last <laughs> couple of times. So I, he, he won a couple handles from me, so good for Zonk. 
<laughs> and you can go and help them with those handles if you need to as well. So, so it's a good situation to have. I want to thank you for joining me, my friend. It's a, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, especially when we can chop it up about this baseball season. You know, heading into the playoffs, everybody, you were talking about the Diamondbacks for a while. You've been paying attention to them. I watch you on your social media. You're always talking about them snakes and how you got to pay attention to them. But did you expect this ride to be what it is right now, especially going into Milwaukee, basically getting into the, the playoffs in the last two games of the season, and now here they are with an opportunity to with a chance to go play for the World Series? Yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's a team that in the first half going into the All-Star break had a seven, eight-game lead. So it's not like they, they snuck up on people. They, I mean, they did because they lost 110 games two years ago. But uh, right. it's a team that they kind of faltered kind of struggled a little bit after the break, but came together lately. And that's what it takes. Get hot at the right time is, is what you need to do. It's what the Rangers are doing in the American League. But the D-backs, uh, young, resilient, um, you know, they, they don't know any better right now. And they, they know one thing, that they just swept the Dodgers. And that's one of the most important things if you're an Arizona Diamondback fan because not too many people like the, the Dodger blue out there in Arizona. So sweet revenge from them jumping in the pool a few years ago when, when they were in Arizona. And uh, it, a team that I, I enjoy watching because um, they they can sneak up on you. And they've obviously snuck up on everybody in the National League so far. And, you know, the funny thing about that is I've been talking about Corbin Carroll the entire year. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that when he came, when he got called up to the big leagues, I think his parents drove him to the game. Like he, <laughs> he, was, he was just like, oh, my parents are going to drive me to the game. They're going to drop me off. And. He, like you said just a second ago, he and a bunch of the other guys, they don't know any better. All they care about is going out there and winning and playing hard and putting pressure on other people and kind of blocking out the noise. What what have you seen from this team? Because you talked about it. They were leading at the break, and then they went through their little slumber, and now they're getting hot at the right time. I think Corbin Kell probably could have ran to the stadium faster than his parents took him. I mean, this dude, this dude can fly, fly can out, get, it. Yeah. get after it. Yeah. Um, it, it's a team. I think they've, they've got people in the right positions. Now they got Gabriel Marino who got hit in the hand uh, last night. Hopefully that's going to be okay behind the plate. Uh, he took over. And when he did the, the team kind of not really jumped on his back, but it kind of solidified everything. They, he he had been up and down, and when he got behind the plate lately, it's just been lights out. Uh, handling the pitching staff, one of the youngest catchers in the major leagues. Um, and Marte's getting hot, Kristen Walker. I mean, the whole team is good. And I think you look at this outfield, a lot of them have grown up together in the minor leagues, and I think that's what it takes a lot is, is knowing your teammates, uh, knowing, you know, when to, to get on them and when to not get on them. They've been through the ringers in the minor leagues, and now – went through some tough times here in the second half uh, for, for the Diamondbacks, but they've really pulled through and boy, wouldn't it be great to have a, I mean, I know there's a lot of Ranger fans out there listening, but I live here in Houston. So it'd be great to have the, the, the Astros and the Diamondbacks in the world series. That'd be something. Yeah. You'd be coming in with a split Jersey, like Travis Kelsey's mom. You'd be wearing a different well, jersey. I, I could wear, but I could wear a, an Astro hat, but I'm going to wear my Diamondback ring. There it is. I like that right here. That's right. 2001 World Series champ because they beat the Yankees to win that championship. We're talking to Greg, Greg Swindell. And, Greg, I wanted to ask you, too, Zach Gellin. I mean, my man is on the mound. He is a big game pitcher. He's done some amazing things. Every time he goes onto the mound, you know you got a chance to win. What do you, what do you like about him as a pitcher for the Diamondbacks? Who was that? Zach Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's a bulldog. I mean, he, he's not one that's going to throw 100 miles an hour. He's mid-90s, but he understands how to pitch. He knows how to use the breaking ball, and he's not afraid to challenge you. I mean, the guy goes right after you. I think a few times this postseason, he's only gone five, six innings, but um, a lot of that's an analytics went coming into play in, in the game. But he's, he's a guy who, who's going to give you an opportunity, and Merrill Kelly the same way, the, the, the second pitcher in that rotation. He's going to come after you, and they got they got a good bullpen, and that's what I mean when they got things together in the second half. They got a big kid now. I I, I didn't even see him when I was out there. A big side armor that pitched last night, yep. um, and then the the bullpen with Ginkle and the back end with Seawald. So they've kind of put the pieces together, and can they keep it up? And now 
I think more importantly, I mean, if, if you're only going to go five or six innings, you got to have that bullpen and gallon has been able to get them deeper into games and, and, and hold them there. And the bullpen that struggled after the break has really picked it up lately. That's funny that you say that about the analytics because you and you, me <laughs> and uh, Keith had a conversation about it one time to where sometimes those analytics don't have anything to do with a gut feeling. Sometimes you're looking at numbers and not paying attention to the game because you're so wrapped up in the numbers. What would happen if a manager would come out to try to get you out of the game in a situation where you know I got a lot left in this tank, but yet you feel like because the numbers say I can't face this guy a third time, uh, you got to pull me out? Yeah, they use those a, a little bit towards the end of, end of my career where I, w- I came in one time for Randy Johnson to face Todd Helton. I'm like, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. This guy's throwing 100. I'm throwing 85. But Todd Helton was, was over 14 off me lifetime. And so I, I got to go in there and try to get him out and save Randy's 19th win. I did get him out, got the 19th win. But, um, yeah, got, it's just I look at the TV sometimes. I, I couldn't go to sleep thinking that a piece of paper helped me lose a ball game. Right. Instead of sticking with, with your heart thinking – well, if I'd have just stuck with him, because that's what I, I felt like it. But every piece of paper in front of me says it's, it's not the right thing to do. Um, I could sleep better if I left him in there and, and not not listen to the analytics. But that's part of the game now. I mean, it's a huge part of the game. And uh, they listened to it. The starter last night for Arizona, we talked about that. He, four and a third. He only gave up two hits and they took him out. I, yeah, that I might have a problem with that <laughs> in, in that situation. But the kid gave it gave it everything. And the book said get him out of there and fortunately it worked out for the diamondbacks but this this analytics thing that's it's it's new to me it's crazy to me and I, I, like i said I, I would rather go down knowing that that i did what was right in my heart than what was on a piece of paper no doubt about it i feel the same way and sometimes i get a little frustrated with it as well but but that that, that paper works sometimes yes yeah, it does that's where I, that's where i sit there and i'm like oh the reason why they got numbers is because of that they they ran the numbers so it's been interesting. But I wanted to ask you, too, let's transition a little bit before we get to the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros matchup. I want to talk about this matchup with the Phillies and the Braves. I mean, why would you poke the bear in Bryce Harper by making trying to make fun of him, especially when you know that dude is redlining every time he comes to the ballpark? And for him to get the party going, I said it earlier in the week. I said the one team – that scares me the most is the Philadelphia Phillies because not necessarily with all those players who really don't give a damn about nothing. They want to go out there and play. It's those fans that that those fans will have your heart ready to jump out your chest because of the way that they bring it. You got to breathe properly. But why do you think they decided to poke that bear in Bryce Harper? Fortunately, when, when I was playing and we played the Phillies, they weren't as good as they are now. They did win in 93 didn't get to the world series, but, the fans, man, I'm, I'm telling you, that's one that they're in Boston. I'll take New York fans over Boston and Philly fans any day of the, any day of the week. Uh, they're mean. They throw stuff at you. Um, but, it, yeah, it, I don't know if poking the bear. I mean, he, he said it. I'm sure a lot of people were saying it. It, it wasn't uh, a Bryce Harper. I mean, he, he did make a mistake, in my opinion. He probably went too far. He probably could have scored if the ball drops, if he hadn't been the second base. But he's trying to be aggressive, trying to tie the game up. And um, it ended and, and they were it was a joyous moment for the Braves and the kid just just popped off and it got out. It's going to get out. There's no there's no hiding anything. They can't hide it anymore. You, yeah, you, you, you can say what you want, but he, he owned it. He said it um, and he wasn't looking at Bryce Harper when he rounded second base both of those times either. So um, Bryce got the best of it, but it's still a, a good series. And the Braves have their back against the wall. I still think. The Braves are the best team in in the National League right now. They have been most of the season, but um, they got they got their work cut out to to beat the Phillies because the Phillies are hot. Yeah, they're hot and they they know what's at stake and they don't want to go back to Atlanta for a winner take all type of game, especially because those they they disrespected them last night by doing the tomahawk chop. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was. I saw that. I didn't even have the the volume on the television. I saw the chop going in Philly, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, this is not, we got trouble now. Well, tonight they got Spencer Strider on the mound. So, you know, he, he's a guy that every time he goes to the mound, you know you got a chance to win. Even He was one of those guys that was fighting to stay in the game the other night 
when yeah. they were trying to take him out. What do you expect to see tonight when when they take him out? Well, he's in in my opinion the Cy Young winner in, in the National League. Got the most wins. He's almost at, probably at 300 strikeouts for the season. Now he, he's going to give it to you. He's going to come right after. He likes strikeouts, yep. so he's going to he's going to use that fastball. He has a good breaking ball, and if you can hang with him for for five innings, six innings, you're going to get one. You're going to get. He's going to hang something, yep. and that's when you that's when you got to get him. If if you if you're the Phillies, because I, I imagine he'll he'll come out with with fire in his eyes tonight, and wanting to strike out with the big fastball and take advantage of that that hanging fastball. You're not going to get many of them. <laughs> You're not going to get many of them. <laughs> yeah, he's tough. We're talking to Greg Swindell, Lifetime Longhorn, and, you know, his number is retired over on the 40 acres. Uh, let me ask you this. Texas versus Houston. We've all been waiting for this moment. Uh, they got some bad blood against each other. Now we're sitting here. Now it's everybody. You get to go to the World Series after this. Seven game series starts Sunday in uh, H Town. What what is your thoughts on this series, and how excited are you for this series? Oh, I'm I'm really excited. All my all my relatives are from the Dallas area, and I've I've never been a Ranger fan. I've never been a Cowboy fan. Sorry, but I was an Oiler fan and Astro fan growing up. And uh, oh, it's gonna be great. I, I'd like to have a, a camera and walk around the stands because you know they're gonna be throwing blows <laughs> at those games. There has been a world there has been a World Series at Globe Life, but just during COVID year, yep. and they had to have it indoors. Um, I know they're looking for one there. They're looking for their first ever. So it's going to be exciting. All right now, again, the Rangers, possibly the hottest team in Major League Baseball, winning uh, their series and the pitching staff, the young, they got young and old. And I really like the makeup of that team with, with young. And then you got Seager, uh, power, power pitching. They're, they're a good ball club. And Houston right now is, they're winning. I mean, seven straight a ALCS. I didn't, even, I didn't even realize that until I saw it last night. So um, I think the, the biggest thing, one of the best things off the field is Dusty Baker and Bruce Bochy yeah. going at it. That's yeah. going to be fun. Those, those two have been there. They've both won. So it's going to be it's going to be a great series just between the dugouts, between the fans and uh, winner. Winner goes to the World Series. That's all you can say. Both both managers manage the San Francisco uh, Giants as well. And so had great players throughout. They understand the game. They've been in it for a long time. And they're definitely going to be matching wits throughout this matchup. And so I'm excited about it too, because as you said, the fan bases, that's the part that I love. I kept comparing it to Texas OU the entire week. If we get the matchup, it's going to be like Texas OU. Family members aren't going to be talking for a while. You're going to be getting all those texts. You might want to silence your phone. So people it's always on silent. It's always on silent. <laughs> <laughs> I take no chances. <laughs> smart, smart man. I love it. Hey, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you too. You know, Texas Longhorn baseball. Everybody's always talking about Texas Longhorn baseball. What's next? You know, you bring back uh, Troy Tulowitzki to be in the front front office, so to speak. You got David Pierce now going to. Uh, not only manage, but be the pitching coach as well. There's just so much, and the new players that are going to be coming in, they're going to have a chance to uh, build their resume so they can get a chance to get drafted. How excited are you about Texas baseball? I'm, I'm excited. You know, you you want guys to go to the next level, but when uh, Tanner Witt didn't get drafted as high and, and you got LBJ coming back, so you got your first two in the rotation right there. Mm-hmm. Yep. What what's going to go with it? Um, we'll find that out. Um, you got Peyton Powell back. You got uh, I mean, downtown's coming back. Yep. Um, the the core. You got Snake Farm over there. Not at first. going to be in the outfield this year. So an exciting team. Who, golly, I, I cried when I saw that ball drop last oh. year at Stanford. It was oh. the worst way possible. And you you know it's happened a million times in baseball. Just bad timing, but. Get that out of your get that out of your breath. Get that out of your mouth. They're going to be young. They're going to be. You want to remember that feeling though, because yep. you don't want to feel it again. And I think a lot of those kids are going to be fired up. And and like I said, the top of that rotation will take this team to Omaha. Yeah, I can't wait for it. I'm I'm excited for it. They're going to have their fall schedule coming out pretty soon. They'll be doing some games. Are you going to be doing? Uh, do, do they televise those games? There's going to be one. There's going to be one of the orange-white games, and I I ran over my quota 
last year. So, so I won't be working. I'll be in Arizona. Actually, if there's a game seven, I'll be there. We got fantasy camp coming up in Arizona. So if there's game seven, um, I imagine our fantasy camp will go to game seven and not have fantasy camp. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I might need to sign up for that fantasy camp so I can go to game seven with you. Yeah, it's a good, and if there's a game, if they're in it, there's a game seven. I might be there anyway. Fantasy no, camp can hold on. <laughs> <laughs> there he yeah. is. Lifetime Longhorn, Greg Swindell. Zeke, thank you so much, buddy, for jumping on with me. And uh, congratulations to your Diamondbacks. One more step. Yeah, one more step. Both of them. Hopefully, maybe D-backs Astros. Just oh. Keep our fingers crossed. Sorry, Ranger <laughs> fans. That's what he's looking for. <laughs> I'm not sorry, Ranger fans. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Later. <laughs> There he is, the one and only Greg Swindell hopping on with Texas Sports Unfiltered. You never know what you're going to get, folks. You never know what you're going to get when we get a chance in these types of situations, up against it with baseball, having a blast, trying to get everybody involved. And you never know. I might have somebody else special for you tomorrow. That's what it's all about. Greg Swindell, his uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Houston Astros. I mean, he played for the Twins, too. So if the teams are in the postseason, there's a strong possibility our man Zeke was a part of it. Let me tell you somebody else that needs to be a part of it. This is the great folks over at Pest Wranglers. Go to PestWranglers.com for all your pest control needs. Pest Wranglers is locally owned smack family business that's been around since 2006. Y'all remember 2006, right? Bitch, young scars. Uh, it's a basic principle of great customer service leads to happy customers. Pest Wrangler services most of the Central Texas area. And if you are in need of uh, getting rid of mosquitoes, termites, rodent control, or you need inspections for your residential or commercial properties, please give Pest Wranglers a call at 512-670-7808 or go to their website at pestwranglers.com. Com. Pest Wranglers won't make you sign a contract because they believe if you're a happy customer, you're not going to go anywhere. That's right. They got five-star ratings on Google, Angie's List, Yelp, and all other referral sites. And of course, we want to talk to you about the folks over at Great Blue Heron Furniture, the custom leather company that was started in 1991. They focus on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. And let me tell you how beautiful this stuff is. It's the highest quality furniture that you can find. You cannot and you will not find a more stylish, more comfortable, and more well-built furniture anywhere out there. There's a link on the bottom of our video description right here on our YouTube page that takes you straight to our Texas Sports Unfiltered collection. That's right. If you use the promo code HOOKEM, you're going to get 15% off of your purchase. If you're looking for some furniture that looks amazing and is built to last for decades, look no further than Great Blue Heron Furniture. Check the link or just give them a call at 866-247-9688. And if you heard BK talk about them, he believes in this company. They're really good friends and he wants you to enjoy it. That's Great Blue Heron Furniture. Don't miss out on it. So we got a lot of college football to get into this weekend. I got a bunch of games that I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. Uh, but one of the games, as I was talking about that Houston game tonight, you need to make sure that you're paying attention to the team that the Texas Longhorns will be playing next week. As everybody else, I too am the same way. I feel that Texas should be U of H because they're going to have the most talented team out there. But it's football and anything can happen. As we've talked about, Texas has the entire Big 12 in front of them. Their destiny is in their own hands. They have the opportunity to do some amazing things, and that is why I believe you need to pay attention to it. Because I don't want you to be unexpected. I don't want you to look at this game and just say, oh, we're going to destroy them. It's college football, man. You don't know. Some of the players on the Longhorns team, they might be fighting with their girlfriend. They might be upset. There might be something going on in their life. So you never know what is going on until the game is being played. Now, the focus of the week, I'm sure Texas is going to be working on their red zone offense, trying to make sure that they can score when they get those opportunities. As we talked about before, 
24 trips in the red zone and only 11 touchdowns throughout that. You need to make sure that you can punch it in. I know they're working on the goal line play. I know they're trying to figure out what play can we run on the goal line that we can make sure that we score every single time. As I've been talking about and I continue to talk about, where's the whip route? Where is the whip route? Just make it work. You have to close the door in those opportunities. And that is something that is going to be missed. So I'm sure Texas will be working on that and getting excited about it. As I said before, we're going to continue to talk about this matchup between the Texas Rangers and the Houston Astros. This is what we've been waiting for. This is the moment in the time where Texas uh, Rangers fans have been waiting for this moment so they can get that off of their shoulder and, and take them back to 2011. But this time, Nelly Cruz runs through the wall to catch that ball instead of coming up short. There's going to be opportunities here. I'm excited for all of this. Uh, my man Ike, I know he's fired up. He's probably camping out at the stadium already trying to figure out why we got to wait till Sunday because I know this is a moment for him. My man BK, huge Rangers fan, is going to be excited about it. I'm surprised we haven't, we haven't figured out how we're going to get down there, do a show from outside the stadium. It is going to be a blast. So no matter who you root for, root for a great series, root for game seven, and root for that winner-take-all matchup because everybody has been waiting for the Rangers to be this good, especially after watching last year, what they went through last year. Obviously, the Astros going to seven straight ALCSs. I think they went to five World Series out of those five, I mean, out of those seven trips. And this is what it's right. Miss, Miss Becky over there ready for her team to show up and show out. I get it. Talk every. This is the week to talk the most shit that you've ever talked in your life. Uh, you can talk trash. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can talk to everybody now. I got a good friend of mine, Mark Baker, huge Rangers fan. I'm talking about huge. He will turn off an NFL football game to watch the Rangers play. And that's what it's all about. And he's he's an older guy, too. So he's seen it for a very, very long time. He's been through all the, the ups and the downs. My boy Brian, one of my best friends, was drafted by the Texas Rangers. He lives in Houston. So you best believe he is turned up to get excited about this. Matter of fact, y'all probably seen him at some Astros games before. He was walking around with a hard knocks life hat, and somebody took a picture and sent it to me. But, yeah. This is what it's all about, and I can't wait for Sunday. Now, obviously, there'll be NFL football games on, and I will definitely be taking in the football games, but I want to make sure that everything is on point as this thing breaks down. So, as ever, as always, I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want you to continue to listen to all the shows right here on the TSN. Let me TSN. TSU Network, my man Brad Kellner put together a great lineup for you guys, and I want y'all to continue to support him. As he always talks about, make sure you like and subscribe. Anytime you tune in to any of the shows on here, take a second, push like. That helps. I heard him talking about the algorithm and what was expected. I want to thank my man Greg Swindell, lifetime Longhorn, World Series champion with the Arizona Diamondbacks. He was breaking it down. It's always great to break it down with Zeke, one of the coolest dudes that is out there. He's been doing an unbelievable job when, when he's on LHN and when he's doing some stuff for ESPN. He does a great job anyway, but it's always good when you get a chance to talk to a world champion and get his perspective. He loves the pitching staff and what he's seeing from the Arizona Diamondbacks. And again, they sweep the LA Dodgers. They sweep the 100-win Dodgers. And I want to give you a stat that I saw today that is kind of unreal when you think about some of the teams that um, that made the playoffs and was able to do some, some real serious uh, moves. It's kind of unique when you think about what the Diamondbacks did. So I saw this stat, and I'll give you two of them, because the night the, the Phillies and the Braves play again, first pitch, 7-0-7, and I want to break something down for that. I saw this stat, and I got it from Sarah Langs 
uh, uh, Sarah Lang's slangs on sports. She said the Diamondbacks won 16 fewer regular season games than the Dodgers. That's the sixth largest regular season upset in a postseason series behind the 1906 uh, World Series Chicago White Sox. They were 23 game different against the Chicago Cubs. In 2022, the NLDS San Diego minus 22 wins defeated the Dodgers. Uh, the 2001 ALCS New York Yankees defeated Seattle. That was minus 21. There was uh, the 2021 NLCS Atlanta Braves were 18 games few won 18 games fewer than the LA Dodgers. 1973 the NLCS New York Mets were minus 17 uh, win differential than the Cincinnati Reds. Unbelievable. Now, here's a stat for you guys that I want y'all to pay attention to. <clears throat> I got this from Himba. You know, you've seen him on ESPN. He talks about a lot of sports and he breaks down some things to make you think about some of the analytics that Zeke and I were talking about. So the Phillies results in the postseason in which Bryce Hunt, Bryce Hunter, Bryce Harper, homers. Phillies are 2-0. They won 2-0 against the Cardinals. They won 9-1 against the Braves. They won 8-3 against the Braves. They won 2-0 against the Phillies, I mean the Padres, 4-3 against the Padres, 7-0 against the Astros. Y'all remember that. Phillies won 3 to nothing. Winnie Homer against the Braves intended to last night against the Braves. They when Bryce Harper homers, they are eight and zero, and they have a forty-five to nine run differential. So here's the uh, the plus: if you are a quote unquote gambling person, like to dabble with your cousin. All I want to know is, can you place a wager if you see Bryce Harper homers for a live bet? Just to let you know, if you, I'm going to give you those numbers again, okay? I'm going to break it down for you. When Bryce Harper homers, the Phillies are 8-0, and they have a 45-9 to run differential. Amen. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers do not. At least I was told that. But they can be skewed every once in a while as well. Once again, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to Hanging With Harge. I always have a great time chopping it up with you. It has been a great, great week of guests. It's been a great week of commentary and it's going to continue. I know the Texas Longhorns aren't playing this week, but there's plenty of sports action that are there. My man BK is uh, putting together something so we can do a preview for the big series, the Texas two-step, as I've been calling it. I know everybody's looking for the Lone Star boot. No, no, we Texas two-stepping this time. And as always, just remember, don't believe everything you see because even salt looks like sugar. Peace. I want to bring in my man BK. Brad Kelman, how excited are you, my brother? For the Houston-West Virginia game tonight? Oh, That's the one I'm talking about, man. Can't wait. Yeah, I Bucky's got 1,000 units on West Virginia minus three, which means I'm calling my cousin and putting a second mortgage on the Cougs tonight. <laughs> so I'm pretty excited to uh, – I don't have a house, so have two apartments here tomorrow morning. <laughs> Well, hey, you can make the other apartment studio for everybody. So there you go. I like, I like that. The way you think, man. I like hey. the way you think. Great, great interview with Zeke, too, man. Always love hearing from that guy. That was fun to listen to. Yeah, that dude knows. He's forgotten more baseball than I'll ever know. And then how about him dropping? You know, I came in in relief for uh, for Randy Johnson so he can get his 19th win just to face Todd Helton. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did that too, but it was an MVP baseball 2005. So not, slugfest, baby. Slugfest. Not quite the same. No doubt. No doubt.
You fellas have a great, great show as always. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. The great hardball Harge hanging with Harge. <laughs> as the balloons welcome Trey to another edition of Midday with Trey and PK. We still have no idea what's going on there. You know, Trey, you texted me after our show yesterday and you're like, oh, dude, that's a great bit with the balloons that you're putting in my window every time I jump on or 